What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Christ Like Podcast. Your host, Just King, here. And it's been a minute. Been doing a lot of things in this year, and we're definitely going to talk about them on this podcast today. First, let's go ahead and pray, and we'll get right into it. Thank you, Lord, for this day and everything that you have blessed us with. For this word, I ask that you guide my lips and all the things that the audience needs to hear, as well as myself, as you use me occasionally to speak to me and the people around me of the things you want us to hear, even through my own lips. It's surprising sometimes, but I I thank you and I praise you even more because that's something that not everybody gets to see or hear that is just a phenomenon for all of us. I pray that this uplifts the soul and the heart of each of us to give us a word that we've been needing to hear for it to not be a distraction, but to be something to focus on, to lead us to you within things that are trying to distract us. May the temptations not overcome us, but us to overcome the temptation by having you be within the presence of us, in us in the presence of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. It's actually the topic today, temptations. And a lot of things that we have been doing in our lives have been because of distractions and temptations that we've been going through that have been seen as a regular thing in our lives. For myself, I feel as though I have had a lot of situations that have disciplined me to overcome what exactly temptations are within my life. At a young age, I was put on punishment a lot and a lot of things were taken away from me. So because of that, I adapted to, oh, you take this away from me, then I'm gonna focus on this. You take this away from me, I'm gonna focus on this. And the things that I focused on were very productive in a way. I would either be listening to music, drawing, writing poetry or writing a book, a story, or playing with things that were not video games, but let's say Legos or things that you build that you are mentally productive in. So going from there, of course, it would have a restraint or a resistance of those things that would bring you away from, let's say, the Lord. I grew up in a church, grew up with my cousins and things and such, and they would often kidnap me and we would have fun over there. So I had fun as a child, but to have those times where I was under restraint and built an adaptation against certain things, the things that I wanted to do that was actually good for my body, like working out, I would go away from certain things like eating an abundance of, let's say, cookies or the one thing I I usually say is my, oh, my weakness, which is now that I think about it, it's not a good thing to say. Brownies. I will eat those in a certain abundance. I always tell this story where my mom put two batters of brownies together, making a huge brownie cake, essentially. And I ate half of it within a day. The reason why I was able to do that was because of the abundance of discipline that I had within my workout schedule at the age of about 15, 14 or 15, 16 around there. So I knew that when I ate this, my body was going to be able to just eat it up as energy as I was going to work out that night, work out in the middle of the day, or I even just got done working out at that time. So when I say that, and when I speak on temptation, it's the understanding of the discipline that we need within ourselves to overcome these things, but to also humble ourselves within the face of those things within our lives. I don't have a necessary scripture reference at the moment. I'll get to that in the future, of course. But there are many activities, many things within our lives that push us towards temptation. 
I was actually at Bible study today and he made it make sense. He was speaking of my pastor, assistant pastor. He was speaking of how the world we were living in is literally temptation. The body, the flesh that we are living in is literal temptation. The body wants what it wants. It desires a thing that goes against the spirit, that goes against the soul. So as we go day by day, we may feel as though we have a restraint, we have a resistance against these things, but we have to recognize that it's a continuous battle that we're fighting to fight against the things that are pushing us towards the bad. The more we go towards those bad things, the more we walk away from the Lord willingly because we go to the desires of the heart rather than the desires of the spirit. Now, of course, our heart is deceiving. That in itself is a scripture. I don't remember the exact scripture, but it is a proverb. <clears throat> I'm going to find it really quickly. I'm going to zoom towards it. Okay, so it is not a proverb, excuse me. Well, it is a proverb, but it is not within Proverbs. It is Jeremiah 17, verse 9, where it says in the English Standard Version, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Speaking about the heart in the full context, this is verse 9 on chapter 17. Thus says the Lord, I'm starting at verse five. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. This is on context of what we're speaking of. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come, any good come out of it or things and such for context. As it stops there, we shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness and in uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green. It is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. I want to stop there because that just gave me a epiphany, a word from the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Where and it says, in, in, as we're in Jeremiah 17, I'm at verse 5 through 10. At 10, verse 10, it says, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. Just receiving from this, the Lord sees what our heart desires and tests us within those things so that we can, so that he can see that we are willingly overcoming them. As I believe it is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there have no temptation taking you, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with that temptation make way for escape because so that you may be able to bear it. In that verse, number one, memorize my favorite verse right there, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. In that verse, it shows that the Lord is able to give us these things with an escape in mind. He gives us something that we are able to bear. And the wording of what my pastor gave at church, you have, he's graced you for this. If you are going through something right now, you are graced for it. Of course, there are things in our lives that we may feel I need to mute that. One second. 
we may feel that the Lord has given us that is too much. If you're still alive, if you're still making it, if you're going day by day by day by day, then you need to know that the Lord is with you and he is not going to give you anything that you cannot bear. As the Lord is faithful within who he is in his word, if his word says he will he will give you something that you that you can bear, then trust him in that. Within the temptations around us, he's graced us and he's given us these temptations to overcome because he knows that we can overcome them day by day. In this verse, in verse 10, to get straight to the point, the Lord searches our hearts and tests our minds as he looks at our hearts and sees the desire of the heart, sees that it's sick with the things that is of the world. He goes towards us within the actions in the world and test our mind to see if we will accept these things or we will look towards him within our actions. To every man according, to give every man according to his ways, the desires of our heart, the desires that are fleshly, according to the fruit of his deeds. Whatever we are sowing into in our daily when the Lord sees the temptations on our heart, the desires of our heart, he gives us those things, he gives us those things to overcome. And as we overcome these things, the closer we become to him. I found that with these past following weeks that I had to evaluate what I was giving my time to, who I was giving my time to, and what I was losing as a repercussion of giving my time to these things in the first place. I started losing sleep. My words were starting to slur as I love having a high level of vocabulary, having more words than I can necessarily use on a daily, writing down new words and learning what they mean and practicing different ones here and there, even having different types of slang when I don't know a word or forget a word and it feels as though I'm having a brain fart more often. I realized that that was because I was giving my time to multiple things, too many things at once and not enough to God. When I started to actually take a step back and give the Lord more of my time, I've been feeling more relieved, beginning more sleep, not having repercussions for sleeping, but feeling as though he's told me to sleep. There was one of these days today, I think it was on Monday, where I feel as though you know how the Lord wakes you up. Usually they say, we all usually have that person or that scripture or that sermon that says, if the Lord woke you up at a certain time, it's because he wants you to pray. He woke me up at this time and all I heard was, do you have your phone? I say, no. I look around, he says, charge your phone. And then I say, uh, okay, so I, I get up. And I look around, I plug in my phone, and then I'm like, okay. And then he's like, just go back to sleep. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> and then a song comes in my head to where to where it's saying you're blessed. And it was it was it was a it was a weird thing. It was that was the first time that I ever got woken up and I wasn't told to go down and pray. <laughs> it was to just charge my phone. I look at my phone, mind you, and it said 12%. I didn't know where this phone was. It was right in front of my face because I was sleeping face down and it was front of the bed. So it was it was kind of funny. I got up, turned the lights on, looking around everywhere, thinking that it was just lost. And in reality, I was thinking that it was downstairs and he was trying to lead me downstairs to pray, 
having me connect my phone, but instead it was just in front of me. It was that simple thing to where giving my time to the Lord, the Lord gives you back the very thing that you've been needing the most, rest. As I've talked about in the past, we need to rest. We need to gauge our time, gauge the things that we need, gauge who we are within the Lord and what we are missing out on, even in his presence. As I give more of my time to him, I want to hear him. I like those. I love those moments where he just downloads something, that new knowledge. As I'm a child of understanding, a child of wisdom, a child of knowledge, I want to attain all of these things, not in a prideful way, but in a way of, of where I can understand and perceive what he's doing in my life and others. And so I can spread the good news because the more we understand who the Lord is and what he's doing in our lives and just having that knowledge of him, I believe I have this written down somewhere. The first piece to knowledge is the fear of the Lord. A piece of understanding is a walking towards the Lord, a calling towards the Lord, a yearning towards the knowledge of the Lord. Wisdom is a utility of the knowledge that you have of the Lord. But first comes knowledge, then understanding the wisdom. The more we walk in these things, the more we go towards Christ, the more we're able to understand who he is and why our actions mean so much to him and for ourselves. And then that goes right back into temptation. I found that I've been tempted so much, so much. And what have I been doing to counteract it? I found the most, which makes sense. It makes perfect sense. The most effective thing right now, currently, is thinking about Christ within those moments. If I have to do something, if I see myself doing something that, say, having a lustful thought, then thinking towards the Lord, and it just dissipates, it just goes silent, especially in those times where you don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I don't even want these thoughts. It's not something that I initiated, but I have a high creativity. So my imagination may just go and just hit a whole scenario and have a whole movie. And then I'm sitting here. How did I get here? Then next day I know, okay, I have to thank the Lord. Let's, let's turn this whole shebang into going to church and praising the Lord and turn it into a creative something, something. I had a brain fart. <laughs> turn it into a creative, a creative synapse anecdote of a pastime we had at church where we enjoyed our time praising the Lord or worship or it's something that we want to do in the future. The more that I think of something like that, the more it fills me up, the more I, the Holy Spirit just riles up within me and pushes away the things of iniquity within my mind. In order for us to move away from temptation, we need to focus more on Christ and the more on the things that he wants us to do in the first place. If we have room to think about the things of iniquity, the things of the world and do those things, that just shows the amount of time that we're not giving to the Lord and working towards the things of his kingdom. Just like me putting this podcast together. If I wasn't doing this and I was doing something of the world, I can be watching anime. I can be eating food right now that I shouldn't be eating. I made brownies the other day and I fell asleep because I was so tired. I had a 12 hour shift and I came home, came back to the house, and I said, I'm going to make brownies. 10, 11 o'clock at night, put these things in the stove, excited, fell asleep. It was 40 minutes these things were in there, as they should be. But then I think it exceeded it to 10, 20 minutes. 
I woke up, oh snap, run upstairs, take them out. And I still tried to eat one. It was a little burnt at the bottom, but it overall was okay. If you if you were just the type to just eat anything, but you don't eat things that are obviously not good for you, it was edible. But me being a connoisseur of brownies, I was thinking, nah, nah. I tried to eat another one, but then I felt that that question upon me, am I going to take the minimal or am I going to take the excellence of a thing? So I recognize that I'm not going to take the lowly piece. If something's burnt, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I can I can still scavenge for it. Just like the Lord doesn't want the, the minimum of our praise to him. He wants us to praise him like we mean it. He doesn't want us to be lukewarm within the things that we do for him. We need to recognize that there is a time and a place for certain things. And he just wants us to be obedient. If temptation is coming in our lives and distracting us, we have to recognize those areas and watch for the patterns of where we are and where we have to be. Temptations are everywhere. How my pastor explained it is that we're walking in a world of temptation. We are walking in flesh that desires much. The heart is deceitful and sick. We are a sickly man and woman within this world. And as we walk, we have to recognize that the spirit is continuously healing us and the Lord will do a continuous work within us and without fail. What's that scripture? Okay, yes, found it. Ooh, that was the Lord. Okay, it was Philippians 1 verse 6. I'm going to start at 3 just for full context. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, even as it is meet as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have in I have you in my heart. And as much as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye are partakers of my grace. The whole point of me reading that is recognizing the main part, verse 6, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Lord has a continuous work in each of us. That means that we're fighting a continuous battle and we're not supposed to give into it or give up because he's going to continuously heal us and heal us and heal us and heal us of the things that we have within our past. We know who we are and we are nicked. We are dirty and we are saved and taken for who we are in that dirt. The more that we give it to the Lord, the cleaner we become within our actions but the world will not stop trying to tempt us to turn back into the very thing that it desires us to be the most like them. So that I say, be vigorous within your walk. Continue to recognize that this day, this place, the very vicinity, the environment that you are in is the very thing that affects you the most. Just like tea in a tea bag. The only way that the tea is able to go into the water is when it's in it. Think of the world. 
think of yourself. Is either you're changing the world throughout your actions by being a representation of Christ or you're letting the world affect you by letting it seep into you. Are you the teabags of the world or is the teabag in you? Hmm, I like that. I hope that makes sense. The temptations of this world is continuous and we have to recognize that the Lord is who we stand by. That is the environment we need, the environment of the spirit. We are continuously walking in the world that is going to try to conform us to have our minds change in a wicked way. But we have to resist it. If there's anything that you have to say, go ahead and put it in the comments. If you're on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe so that you can follow for another episode. As we are back, there will be more episodes coming soon, shortly. And I thank you all for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe on YouTube. God bless.